Hi and welcome to the Foot This, Foot That podcast with your hosts Biggie and Smallsy. Hello, welcome back. Foot This, Foot That. Back again, doing another one, live and direct. We're, uh, we're going to touch a little bit on the Charity Shield today and predominantly speak about Haaland versus Nunes and who we think the best striker is. So Biggie, what's your thoughts? Yeah, well, just dipping in on, on the game itself, Liverpool won 3 1. 3 1? Yeah. 3 1, yeah. Um, we only saw Nunes for half a game, didn't we? It, well, just a little little bit less than half a game. We saw Haaland for just about all of it, didn't we? Yeah. Now, strip it back and, and talk about before, say, the end of the season, who would you rather have at your club? I, I bet you. 95% of fans would have picked Haaland over Nunes. Agree? Yeah, definitely. I, do you know what? I reckon there's a real good chance that a lot of them probably didn't even know Nunes was back yeah. then. So Liverpool have done the scouting, they've done the homework, and by all means, it looks like he's going to be a really good fit for him. I, li- I liked him when he came on. He looked really, he looked pretty tenacious, to be fair. He was getting stuck in. He, he's a physical lad. He put himself about, and he was in the right place. Uh that Liverpool team, he, he was where he should be. Haaland, I think, you know what you're getting with him, he's, he's a monster, isn't he? And he's proved he can do it in Champions League on the highest stages. And he missed that chance for he at the bar, but all good strikers are going to miss chances. And I don't think you can judge him on that, because looking back at pre-season with Nunes, how many chances did he miss? Yeah, you sort of had a pre-season jitters, yeah. nerves, didn't they? And then yeah. it was like, it was all over social media, weren't they? What have they signed? What a load of shit. So, I mean, historically, the Charity Shield, it's nothing anyway, is it? Like no, it's, it's a tin pot cup, but I think looking at both of them, I can't say I've watched either of them in depth, like properly in depth. Obviously, I know about both of them. You know about Harlan, you see the goals. I knew about Nunes from obviously playing Champions League football. But just looking at them, they they were playing two completely different styles uh, in that game. Haaland's not a presser. He's not a pressing striker. He's a he is literally a striker. That is what you're getting. Nunes fits into Liverpool so well because he is. He's there's some, there's some energy there with him. Yeah, that you can see on the pitch. A lot of the time, you looked at Haaland and look. It's still pre-season, isn't it? In terms of what he could do, but. He looked very static for me, you know, when I was watching the game. He didn't look as though... He's, he, he had a couple of real good movements, didn't he, where mm. he could have been played through, and I think that's what he's banking on. But you've got to bear in mind that City haven't played with a striker, have they, for yeah, I was two going, and a half, nearly three years, I, was I think. Going, I was going to dip into that, but it's, it's quite easy for Nunes, in a way, because the way he plays is the way Liverpool play anyway. Yeah. But the way Haaland plays, City haven't played that way. And City are going to have to adapt to Haaland at some point because he he will be their focal point that puts the ball away. And the talent he's got, I mean, imagine when he gets going with De Bruyne around him and when Man City start clicking, it's going to be scary, isn't it? I'll tell you one thing that you, I didn't see a lot of, what I thought Man City might revert to. Obviously, you've got Cancelo on the left, Grealish on the left as well. Not many balls went into the box, and I no, thought that's didn't. where he would be his most dangerous. I suppose up against Van Dijk, you're probably only going to get a sniff every now and then. But still, do you know? Do you know what I liked? Um, 
there was a period in the game where he went up against Van Dijk for a header and you could tell it was a bit of a 50-50 header and they both went into it fairly strong but Haaland lifted his arm up and gave him a little face rake and then picked him up afterwards he, and Van Dijk went to the floor and you could see him at that point I saw like he's known as the Royal Royce's defenders in a yeah. in, in, what what's happened there is a Ford Cartena has just scratched its bumper plate a little bit <laughs> and then looked at it afterwards. You know, like because he, he's still raw, he's he's unrefined, isn't he, Harland? He's yeah, just he's still he's still but, young. But I, I love that with him. I just thought, yeah, fair play. This is what I'm about. Welcome, welcome, uh, welcome to playing me every every uh, every season. I mean, what, what sort of looking at the game and watching the game? A lot of the players are rusty, weren't they? From especially yeah, from Man City's point of view, I, I think Liverpool seem to be looking really good shape, don't they? I tell you, I tell you, look dialed in, Kevin De Bruyne. He, yeah. He, I mean, he's probably always like that anyway, and he's probably yeah, hard to tell when he. Like but yeah. just the way he was controlling the ball and taking it down was just absolutely un- unbelievable. Just touching on De Bruyne. Do you think this is the year that he could win the Ballon d'Or? I think it's in his hands. I, I, I think this year it's probably between him, Mbappe, and maybe Salah if Salah has another season like he did last season, but I don't think he's going to. I think De Bruyne win, winning the Ballon d'Or all depends on how he pairs with Haaland. They just didn't seem to have that link yet. If he can, if he can magic that link between them two. If City win the Champions League, he'll win the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would go as far to say that. Unless some freak accident happens and he's injured and he don't play any I of the. I just think he's that good. He's, he's, he is. He is amazing. Just, phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal to watch. It just makes everything look so easy. I thought well. really impressed me. I've never really took much notice of, but Thiago was amazing. In that, yeah, he's, in that he's turned it up a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah, he's just. He's always, a good, players he's always just, a good player, though. He just, he, he's just easy to watch. Some players yeah. are just easy to watch, aren't they? There's like Thiago, De Bruyne. Just them them two players are just like, it's effortless watching mm. them. Completely effortless. Uh, do, you, do you think it was a fair result? Or do you see any anything that sort of shadowed you where I think, you had a bit more? I think 3-1 was generous, really. I think the game was always going to be a 2-1-er and then the goal at the end was just... Something for the fans. Yeah, yeah. Them. The um, one one thing I what do you think it was generous? Yeah, I do. Mm. I think it was generous, and I also think that I think if City had lined up a little bit differently, it'd have been a different game. I mean, Ake is just not yeah, good enough. And I, shitting, I mean, I don't, I don't know why he's even getting into the team. You know, you've got they've got injuries though, aren't they? Look they have got a few all... injuries, injuries, aren't they? But Stones is not there yet. Yeah, it just I. I I think that's maybe where they need to invest a little bit more money, you know. Do you know what I think? Diaz, but... I think um, Man City looks a lot better when they had Foden and Alvarez out wide. Yeah. Well, I'd... I'd Mahrez and Grealish did nothing for me. I had Grealish in my fantasy football team before yeah, the game and I, I took did. him out directly yeah, afterwards. Out. <laughs> yeah, he was just that shit. <laughs> it, the thing is, though, he was really good pre-season, wasn't he? He was linking up to Haaland. There was that video of him in the tunnel... Basically becoming best friends and then one game and we're totally against him again, Ali. Yeah, I know, yeah. That's how fickle we are. <laughs> Hundred million. He really needs to do something this year, Grealish, because otherwise he's he's going back he's, to Villa, isn't he? Yeah, he's going back to Villa. <laughs> well, I, I think that is literally it as well. He is 
That's the problem with that 100mm price tag, isn't it? It yeah. comes with a lot of expectation. You can't just be an 100mm player. Like, at least, you know, Phillips has gone there, 45mm or whatever he went for, and the expectation isn't on him whatsoever. No, they know they've already got Rodri. They know yeah. they've already got Gundogan. They've, got, they've already got players in there who can play that position, so the expectation isn't really on Phillips, whereas Grealish now, now Sterling's left, mm. he is the expected one, isn't he? He is, and... Um... Unfortunately for Grealish, I think it's gonna, there's going to come a point where Phil Foden's probably going to tuck in on that left-hand side and Grealish is going to lose his place because De Bruyne is always going to play behind the striker. Yeah. He's wasted in the centre of mid if they played him again next to Rodri. And on that right-hand side, Grealish can't play there, can he? Have you ever seen him line up there? Because I haven't. Can't say I have, so, but I must admit there. that Mara's just isn't doing a lot for me recently. Maybe they play Al- Alvarez then, because he, he looked good when he yeah, came on. Yeah, he, like, he looked like a bit electric, didn't he? Do you know what Alvarez looked like? He looked like a Liverpool player. You yeah, know, like, he did, yeah. You know, like when they got uh, Luis Diaz. Yeah. A bit, bit like that. I tell you, he reminded me of Aguero a bit when he first came to the mm. Premier League. You know, just that sort of tenacious, energetic attitude yeah. where he just runs and runs and runs. and A bit like Tevez as well, you know, just non-stop, absolute... Just ain't, ain't quite built like them, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Any any other things? What What do you think in terms of winning the league? Then, because he's only like, are we looking at Man City, Liverpool, or do you I, think? I think there'll be three points in it max between Man City and Liverpool, and I think there'll be a gap of about at least ten to fifteen after that for the team that's in third place, which will probably be. Spurs or Chelsea, I'd say. Um, what, are you, what are you thinking? I don't think it's going to be as, as cut and shut this year. For some reason, I just don't. I've got, I've got expectations of other teams coming, posing more of a challenge this year. Whereas before, you could sort of watch Man City against your likes of Tottenham and Arsenal and think... Man City is still going to win this. Yeah, before before they even lined up, to be fair, you'd sort of knew straight away that Man City just had too much. Whereas now, I don't know if they do. I think Man City have lost a lot of their depth, or they've sold a lot of their depth. And they have when there's five subs coming in now. Yeah, and I was yeah. looking at like some of the games the other day about last last season what Man City had won, and it's amazing how many times Jesus popped up. You know, with a goal, mm, with a winning goal. For them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and to sort of let him go to a rival as well, I genuinely think Arsenal will be top four next year. I think there's a real good chance. If if they carry on in the form and they stay injury-free, because if Jesus goes out now, they're, they're buggered, aren't they? Yeah. I just don't know where. I know they'll get goals with Saka and Matt and Ellie, but... They've got they've got Nketiah, haven't they? Yeah. But I mean, he's just not he's not quite ready yet. But he's he, about, he has got some he's talent. About, he's about two leagues behind. Yeah. yeah, but I I I genuinely don't think it will be as cut and shut as what what we think this year. Right. So so then, Nunes versus Haaland, who's scoring more goals this season? I have a prediction on goals for both as well. I think they're both going to get over twenty. I, I I genuinely do. I think they'll both get over twenty because I think they'll both annihilate the lower lower down yeah. teams. I don't I don't think defenses will be able to cope with them. Watching both the movements on Sunday when they played in that charity shield, uh, both of them sort of stood out as like different 
different to what you normally see. I think it's exciting. Yeah. It's really exciting. It is exciting. Uh, I love um, a proper centre forward, and we've we've got a treat coming, haven't we? Yeah, we've got two really good. I, I don't know if Nunes is like a full blown centre forward, but he, can he do other side as well. Yeah. He fits Liverpool absolutely brilliantly, doesn't he? Yeah. In terms of what they've lost to what they're bringing in now, um, I mean, you, you've got Diaz, Salah, Nunes, Jota as well. Mm. This. There's Still got for me now. Yeah, there's some yeah. exciting, exciting prospects there. Uh, I think I personally think Nunes is going to tip. Whoa. I think he's going to tip Haaland. Yeah. And the reason I think he's going to tip him is because I think it's going to take Haaland at least. I would say. Six to seven games before he even like he'll probably still score within the first six seven games, but I think until they, there's a build of a link. Between them having a striker, you've got to remember three years without a striker is a long time. Playing a system that hasn't got a striker where you use your attacking midfielders to press, you they don't have that press anymore. They're a different city team all because of one player, and it's mad to say that, but they, they will have to play differently. They're not used to whipping the balls into the box. Normally, you'd whip a ball into the box for who to head in. You know what I mean? You had Foden probably running in before. The way whipping balls into the box. Exactly. They were just playing them against <laughs> yeah. the floor. They've got the players that can do it, though. When yeah. you look at Cancelo, Walker, they can do it, though. It's just whether, whether they're... You've got, you've got to remember how much how much adaptation all them players have to make now. Where Walker's maybe used to... Just say he runs down the right-hand side, he plays a ball in. He Normally, he would play it on the floor to the yeah. edge of the box for <clears> De Bruyne <throat> to run in and Brighton. That's what you'd normally get. Are they, are, are they, can they turn it wrong quick enough in terms of being able to now go to the, where the six-yard line is and play it there instead? I think watching the Charity Shield, they really struggled. But, again, it's pre-season. There's, you can't take a lot from it. No, you can't. You'll know a lot more within the first sort of three, four games, but I, I think it will take Ireland a lot longer to kick on than it will Nunes, and for that reason, I think he'll, he'll tip him. I think the opposite... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Harlan. I think yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Smalls is wrong. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why Harlan's gonna score more because he's a better player and he's gonna get more minutes. Uh, Liverpool can chop and change their front front line around quite a lot. Man City will be stuck with the fact that Harland will will be playing every game and most likely every every minute. And that's not that's not a uh, an issue or a dilemma that's just I think that's just facts Man City are going to create a lot of chances probably the same amount of chances as Liverpool and because he's going to be playing more minutes I'd say he's going to get more goals I do think Haaland's a more clinical finisher than Nunes as well we've seen him do it for a better team Dortmund are a better team where, where did he come from was it Porto Benfica Porto, uh, Dortmund are a better team than Benfica He's done it against all the big teams. He's done it against Bayern Munich all, all the time in the Bundesliga. He's done it in the Champions League. There's no problem with quality. Now, I do agree the team will have to adapt around him. That'll take a bit of time. But the team, is, they've got an OK start, Man City. He, like you said, he's going to be getting goals. Haaland is a player, when he plays, I'd say, any of, of the bottom 10 teams in the Premier League, he could quite comfortably score three to five goals in a game. When you look at the chances that Man City create, and he's going to be the focal point, everyone's going to be looking for him to put them away now. It's not like it used to be before when they all chipped in. When you're playing for a team and you know your striker is, is that clinical and that good, 
you look to give the ball to him. I think that's going to happen with him. I'm not saying it ain't going to happen with Nunes. I just, for some reason, I just look at Haaland and I see a much more refined goal scorer in a sense where Nunes, I think he'll do a lot of work for the team. And that's why I'm going with Haaland. And I don't think I'm going to be wrong either. So I, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb right now and I'm going to say Haaland will get at least 30 goals this season in Premier League. Wow, big statement. That's a big statement. That is a big statement. And I think Nunes will probably be around 18. I think the re- the reason that I, I haven't gone with you, and look, I totally agree with you, Haaland is a better striker, and he is, 100%. From what we've seen, he's a better striker. But the Liverpool players that are going to be playing around Nunes... Salah will score more goals than Nunes. Potentially. Will. Text penalties as well. But the Liverpool players that are going to be playing around Nunes, the deliveries, you know, you look at Trent, then balls that are going to be going into the box. Robertson as well. Robertson, Trent, Thiago, they all know how to play. Even Van Dijk, to be fair, got some really good assists last year. Needs an echo. 100%. But with that in mind, they're used to playing to that forward man. They are used to playing that ball. Problem is City aren't. City aren't used to that. City used to playing across the park, back across the park, I don't across think the park. You, I don't think that's a big change. For I it. think Haaland will get bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll be stood there with his hands on his hips thinking, when the fuck are they going to pass me the ball? I think he's, he's not used to having him now. It's like having a fucking empty goal. isn't it? he's going to score enough goals. It, it, it won't bother him. Be interesting. I think Kane will have a good season though. Throwing another another one into the mix, yeah. I think I think here's useful as well. I, yeah, I, I think, think I think when you look at the top goal scorer board, you're gonna see Haaland, Salah, probably battling it out at the top for me. After that, I'd probably have Kane, then Jesus. After, and then it, it's only at that point I'd maybe think Nunes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's it's open, isn't it? Open to maybe debate. What happens if Ronaldo goes back and plays every game for United? I still don't think he's gonna. Even if he plays every game for United, I don't. Mm. I don't genuinely believe he'll be in so, the top five. Well, I still don't. Whilst we're on the topic then of City and Liverpool, we we've compared the strikers quite a lot here. Um, we've just brought two, two new strikers in so it's nice to do so why don't we compare the keepers as well because you've got Alisson and Edison both Brazil internationals yeah who do you think is a better keeper because I don't think this gets spoken about enough <sighs> do you know what they're just never tested <laughs> I, can't think of, I can't think of a time where I thought wow what a save that was by Alisson or Edison in fact to be fair Edison made a real good save in the um in the Chalice Shield on Sunday with his face. He knocked up one straight in the chops, <laughs> right didn't he? Chops. <laughs> By Nick Pope. Yeah, he took a Yeah, he took a bastard straight <laughs> in the chops. Um, but it, it was probably one of the only times that I've even recognised that they had... It's almost like they don't have a goalkeeper in it at times. Mm. You just forget about they them. They probably play without one. Yeah, they just blend into the background, don't they? But I think in terms of who's better, probably Alisson is probably more clinical for Liverpool, I would say. Um, I think Edison does a job, but I, I can't think of a time where he's won Man City a game because Man City win win their yeah, own games, don't they? Whereas I think Alisson has probably pulled Liverpool out of shit a couple of times. Do you know what I'd say with Alisson? I do agree with that. 
I think Alisson's much more better at one-on-one saves. If, if I look back and think of all the times Liverpool could have lost a game last season, I reckon Alisson's probably saved them uh, with a one-on-one. I tell you what, though, I don't know which one of them's got the biggest head. Because they are both massive slabs, aren't well, they? Well, Edison's got a head on his head, hasn't he? Yeah. He's got that stupid tattoo on his head. <laughs> but even Alisson, to be fair, yeah. I reckon if he shaved all his beard and everything, you would see like this fucking Rocky Dennis or someone like that. If Alisson shaved all his hair off right, it'd look like that guy on Men in Black after he got shot in the face <laughs> with that really good. I mean, he's got a real tiny little pinhead in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and then Edison just looks like 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 a, a janitor or something from a from a school in America. I think they just yeah, but neither of them really like. They just they've never been asked to be clinical, have they? They've never been asked to save a game, or mm. I can't think of a time where I thought, "Wow, what a keeper!" With either of them, I think to be I, fair, I think they're both very good keepers. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But I don't know if the best in the. For what they've done, I, I won't say they're the best in the Premier League. I don't think either of them get tested enough. Who's the best keeper in the Premier League? <laughs> Pickford. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I know I'd say, but... Probably Nick Pope, for me. He's <laughs> <laughs> kind of getting the England squad. Eh... <laughs> uh, I'd Mendy probably, based on last year, I would yeah, say. I'd, personally. I'd, agree, I'd agree with that. Uh, it's just something confidence-inspiring with Mendy. He's yeah. a big unit. But I don't know if that's because Chelsea have had such a difficult time with goalkeepers, haven't they? Mm. And then to get anybody in there who can catch a ball is like phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the fucking second coming. They always used to have good keepers. I mean, they had, they had a bit of a gap, but I think they've, they've solved that now with Mendy. So as soon as Czech put his helmet, his helmet <laughs> he's, he's off <laughs> As soon as you meet up, yeah. when you know normal players hang their boots up, he's yeah. just stuck his helmet up, and that was the end of it. So, should we? Do you, do you want to compare right backs? Or should we just go through a full team and compare? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's... who's going to have the better season, Trent or Walker? I think it's Trent. quite clear, isn't it? Trent, Trent. But then, you look at England team, I probably won't put him in, which is bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Unless he was playing right wing. So, <laughs> but then, but then, if you think about it, if you're playing players in their best position, Cancelo's right back. And then who did you have, Cancelo or Trent? And then it gets harder. I'd still probably pick Trent. I'd still pick Trent, just because his assists are fucking. It's like having another midfielder in it as I'd well have, as a defender. I'd have Cancelo over Robertson. It kind of pains me to say that, but I would. I don't know if I would. I really don't. I don't know if I would. I think. I think they just. I don't. You like Cancelo, but I don't really see what he brings. That was brilliant last season. It was good last season, but I think brilliant's an overstatement, personally. No. I don't. I, I, look, it, uh, ultimately, he's, a, he's fast, he's, good def- he's a really good defender. Defensively wise, he's brilliant, but in terms of going forward, Robertson's better than him at going forward. Robertson's better at going forward and getting back straight away, he's got more energy and fitness. He's probably better on the left in the fact that he can put a ball in properly with his left foot. But overall, I think Cancelo's a better player than Robertson. Can Robertson play that well at right back? I'd say no. Cancelo can do it both. It'd be interesting to see Robertson at right back. I don't think he could do it. Just as a bit of a mix up. I'd, I'd just. Don't, don't get me wrong, he could do it. I don't think he'd be 
anywhere near as effective as Cancelo doing it. So centre backs. That's yeah. it's Van Dyke and Diaz, isn't it? It is. I don't like Diaz. I think he's prone but, to open but, but it is but it is though, isn't it? No. Well then. I don't know. I, do you know what? When Canate played last year, I do like him. I thought he, yeah, played, I like I thought he brought I a different was, dimension I to the team. I just want to see more of him. Yeah. But for some reason, they play massive tip, don't they? Yeah. Massive. But um, Diaz, no, I, I don't know. I think he's been overhyped, personally. I don't think he's as good as what people make out. I think he, he struggled. Obviously, we've only got the Charity Shield to go off this year, but mm. he. I think if there's a mistake, if there's been a mistake at the back recently with Man City, I would say that Diaz has had something to do with it. Right. It, it, I don't know who else you would put there, but he's obviously Diaz. But I just, and I, I, th- I know what you I think at. if you're going to have issues, it's going to be for him. He's he's, he's going to make a mistake this year. <coughs> I tell you. Right, defensive midfields. Then you've got Rodri versus. Fabinho, which I think is a really, really good matchup. I think they're two very similar players, but for me, Rodri's much better. Not much better, but he had a better year better. last year. Yeah, definitely had a better, better spell last year. Um, yeah, I'd go Rodri. Yeah, there's not much debate there, is it? No, not really. I think I think after that, the team kind of picks itself, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it, it's a. I know I'd pick Haaland. You'd maybe have Nunes, but. You're going to have Salah, you're going to have De Bruyne. I think I still would have Haaland, to be fair, over yeah. Nunes. It's, it, that's not because, of, obviously, what I said about the goals. Haaland, if Haaland was at Liverpool now, mm. I'd pick Haaland every day. Yeah. It's it's because of where he is and what they don't have in place for him at the moment. They don't, they're not set up to play like that. They're a world-class team, though. It's not going to take them long. And, but, however, maybe that period for them to adjust it may be the difference of the league. I think it will maybe, be. Maybe they drop a few points at the start of the season, City and Liverpool clinch it because of that. There's no there's no margin for error now, is there? You're like, the start of the season is just as important as the end. You need you need to be 100% fully flowing straight away. One thing I will say about Liverpool, and I, I don't like Liverpool, because every time they win something or anything happens, you never heard the fucking last of it. I think that's... Partly down to their hands. Scousers. Yeah. But what I will say is is that Klopp knows how to integrate someone into a team. I think he knows how to get the right players for his team as yeah. well. So it's probably, it's probably in, a bit of both. And Diaz I, came in, it was like he'd been playing in the Premier League years. Yeah. Nunes has come in. Granted, you know, <coughs> he didn't have the best start, but, you know, he scored against Man City. you got to be in the right place. And to be fair, he probably had two or three chances in that game as well, where mm. he, he, he could have had a couple of goals in that game. So, Klopp definitely knows what he's doing. Uh, I'll give him that. Anything else you want to touch on in terms of... I know we didn't really finish it off, but obviously it's Salah, De Bruyne, in it? Yeah. Diaz? I think Diaz gets in, you know. Diaz probably gets in with Foden. Foden somewhere, anywhere. Maybe De Bruyne next to Rodri, Foden behind Haaland, but I think Foden gets in. No Milner or Phillips. Nah, no. no. <laughs> Even though he's the fittest player in the team, no Milner. So I think that just about wraps it up, doesn't it? Yeah, that'll wrap it up for this one. Uh, that's the end of Nunes versus Haaland. Obviously, we're split decision as per usual. Uh, let us know in any comments or shares or anything like that 
what you think and who do you think is going to top the scoring charts this year? Yeah, um, again, get in touch with us on Facebook, online, anywhere. We're on all platforms. Don't forget to leave a comment if you can on your streaming platform for your podcasts. Give us five stars if you can. It does make a really, really big difference to us. So, is that it? I think we're done, aren't we? See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Foot This, Foot That podcast with Biggie and Smallsy. We want you to get involved and get in touch. Let us know your thoughts and questions by connecting with us on all our social media. And don't forget, you can make a big difference by leaving us a great review from wherever you get your podcasts.